The following program was produced by a community producer. The content, views, and opinions expressed are the sole responsibility of the community producer and do not reflect Malden Access Television, the City of Malden, or your cable provider. MATV welcomes your comments. Call us at 781-321-6400 or email us at access at matv.org. Malden, welcome to 021408. My name is Mike Sharon. It is Tuesday, April 18th, 2023. We just had one of the great days in Boston that we have every year. The Boston Marathon uh, was a great day. The Red Sox lost, but other than that, it was a triumphant day for all those runners. God bless you. It was a, a tremendous event, as it always is. Uh, welcome, Malden. It's great to be here. It's springtime. It's no better time in the year than, than now, and a lot to look forward to. And I'm real excited about tonight and the guest that's on with me. Uh, he's very well known here in the city of Malden. Without further ado, Mayor Gary Christensen. Welcome. Thank you, Mike. And first, let me apologize to all those who thought they were going to see Henry Fan sitting here. He couldn't make it tonight, so the real mayor's here. So Fantastic. <laughs> I'll tell you, we're, we're going to jump right into that. Um, speaking of, uh, it's Henry Fan, right? Yeah. The young man, Malden yep. High. Freshman. Um, and we're here tonight to talk a lot about, we, you know, we have you on every year, Gary, usually yep. shortly after uh, the city address. Yep. And I guess you did that maybe the beginning of March this year, was it? March 1st, I believe it was, yes. Um, yeah, so here we are just in April. And... Um, uh, it was fantastic. Let me just, before we get into this, I encourage everybody, if you haven't seen it, go to uh, City of Malden website, and, and the YouTube link is, is right there to watch. It's about an hour, very entertaining, um, and you guys did a great job. Well, our team really worked it, as they always do. Yes, it's always something special. It's, I put a lot of expectations on them, and they always meet them, you know, as was evidenced by this year's address, which we went with a um, Saturday Night Live theme yes but more yeah. importantly to us we have always wanted to do a presentation in conjunction with UMA and so that's what really uh, made us grateful that we were able to do that this year yeah and it was quite the collaboration with your staff and and the, the talented folks down in here at UMA which I'm very familiar with um, it was just great so how did that come about I know in the past let me ask you first um, it's been I guess three years since you've done the city address in person. Yep. Uh, which always was a, a, I attended many, a wonderful breakfast over at Anthony's. Yep. Um, you tended to talk a little long, but uh, <laughs> just kidding, just kidding, my friend. Still do. But, but um, you know, it's been a, a obviously a challenging and tough two, three years now. And I was curious when I'm watching this, I'm like, wow, I, I wonder if there was any uh, thoughts about going back to the in-person. Were we ready for that or, or what? How did that all come about? Uh, it's like every year. We come together at a certain time and look at where we are and where we're going and then decide what makes the most sense. So as you mentioned, for a couple of years during COVID, we did everything remotely. 
And then as we came out, we just didn't want to go right back to where we were because the uh, virus was still out there, That's not true. as prevalent as it once was. So we thought a, a reasonable compromise would be to do something remote, but do it at night where everyone could participate in and watch it live as it happened. That's right. Yeah, so that was uh, sort of the compromise we came up. Now, next year could be different. Yeah. We may go back in person. Uh, we may, you This know, was so successful. Who, you know. Yeah, we uh, felt was, uh, yeah. we did our debrief not too long after, and we felt this was a, a really good way to go because uh, not only did we show it that night, but then we took the production on the road. So for those who couldn't have tuned in, uh, we brought it to them. I wasn't aware of that. And for those that didn't see it that night, as you mentioned at the outset, you could always just watch it at the press of a button because it was on YouTube, Malden's right. YouTube channel. So, That's right. Yeah, we thought, it was, we thought it was great. I mean, we missed the collaboration with the chamber. That's uh, right. But, you know, we had a ruling come in from the state that, you know, we couldn't do that with them charging for it. And so that's another reason oh, okay. that prompted us to look at a different way of presenting the address. Wow. And so what you saw on March 1st was that. And uh, for those of you who haven't seen it, the whole uh, opening, <laughs> I still <laughs> laugh when I think of it, um, was the whole Saturday Night Live theme. Yep. Um, uh, opening with this uh, young man. Tell us about him and, and how that came about. Well, every year we think about what's gone on during the past year. So the year before that, uh, last year's was uh, Netflix. That's you know, right. A lot of people were home watching Netflix, so we went with that theme. The year before that, obviously, was Zoom, because that's how a lot of people were communicating. Yeah, yeah. This year, we felt like coming out of COVID, we looked around, and we noticed that Saturday Night Live had done a reboot, you know, sort of updated their show. Right. And uh, our team, many of them, loved the show. Sure. And so we thought, what better way to do that than in partnership with Umar? And so, lo and behold, that was the theme chosen, and then we got to work. Now, how the opening scene happened, you'd have to ask Ron Carkin. As you know, he's our communications well, director yeah, and we've the, had master, Ron on. Yeah. the mastermind behind the opening okay. skits. He came up with the idea. Did he? Yeah. Did he? I, I was mean, wondering. The writing was, was great. Yeah, he, yeah. That's Maria Luis with the writing. Oh, yeah. Okay. But Ron comes up with the, the ideas. Yeah. yeah. And this one just blew us away. I mean, he had been talking about it, but then when it was actually done, we, we were already laughing, and it wasn't even up on the monitor. And he had uh, Henry in mind? Yes. You, so Yeah, we had gotten to know Henry over the past uh, year, two years now, because of all the time we spend in the schools. We oh, just, right, right. yeah, we struck up right. a friendship, and uh, we had um, worked on a few things together. And when we took a picture at one of the events, uh, people in the office were like, wow, he, he looks just like you. You know, he looks like a, <laughs> a mini mayor. And somehow or another, as we were preparing for this presentation, we saw this picture. And then Ron put two and two together. And and he was all in? That's history. Oh, didn't even flinch. Yeah. You know, we went to his family, of course. We yeah, weren't going to do sure. anything without his family. Sure. But, um, yeah, he just, he was great. I mean, you called him and, yep, what time you need me? What should I wear? Wow. And uh, as I was go. telling you before we started tonight, uh, one take. I mean, he was... That's incredible. Yeah, he I is. I mean, does he have any background in, in 
He's, he's, on, he's, he's just he's, creative guy. Yeah, he's on the Malden Youth Civics Council. Oh, okay. I mean, he has an interest in yeah. politics. I think yeah. he actually wants to end up in medicine. Okay. But he has a real passion for the different issues that are going on in our city. Yeah. Um, so. You I'd know, be careful because I'd vote for him if he ran again. <laughs> You're not alone. <laughs> You're not alone. The office yeah, Great job, up. Henry. Yeah. Uh, that, was, that was very entertaining. I encourage everybody to go check it out. And not just that. It was a great opening, and uh, the rest of it didn't disappoint. So many. There were surprises in there. And, um, yeah, just as you so mentioned, we had the band. Uh, right, yeah. right, yeah. And you were doing a little, a little I don't know, Conan O'Brien. Yeah, I'm trying, yeah. Something, a little stand-up. Yeah. Very natural. By the way... Uh, you know, I was honored. This show was, was asked to participate yep. in a small way uh, with Ed Lucy and, uh, and Joe Pianadosi, who used to ho be one of the hosts on this show, to come down and do an intro. So And you all gratefully did, and we appreciate it. We wanted to um, honor and pay tribute to all that Umar has done over the years. That's why we brought... Everybody right. that a lot of the back. old shows were back, and yep. uh, Barbara Tolstrup, yep. it was wonderful to see. And, yep. and Josephine Royal. Oh, yeah. Yep. Fantastic. And, of course, yep. uh, Ron Cox, who yep. recently retired. I think he retired. I mean, yeah. I think he's still here somewhere. Although Ron, yeah. you know, we wanted him to do what he usually does, which is the stand-up comedic Sure, part. yeah. And he was the most serious of all the people that were on the uh, presentation. I know. <laughs> I know. So, well, he's... Uh, Stretching his uh, acting skills. Yes, yes. Um, but anyway, it's, it's fantastic. Um, but uh, there was just, you know, as usual, uh, it was just backfilled a lot of uh, uh, substance to your address. And um, let's, let's, let's tackle some of it. Yeah, once we got into the presentation, first we wanted to draw people in, as we always do. The only problem with this year's presentation is that we were told a lot of people turned the channel because they thought they had the wrong program. <laughs> <laughs> but those that stayed what on. Is this? Exactly, yeah. right. Yeah. Um, but once, you know, they got, those that got past it uh, have told us they didn't realize all of those things were happening across the city. That's, to us, uh, the greatest comment that, you know, we could receive. Right. Um, yeah, and it led off, and, and again, I was I was privileged to, to be a part of it, and and my segment was was um, introducing uh, uh, the ARPA funding. Yeah, and um, which uh, there's so much in there. I encourage everybody to go see. But um, first of all, forty five point seven million mm -hmm. came out of that, and ARPA stands for American Rescue Plan Act. I just. Just checking. Took I me a little bit. Yeah. Um, and I, I, I thought, wow, you know, there, there had to be a lot of decisions on where does this go, yeah. and uh, everything's laid out there. And I, as I think I had you on before, I love the uh, the transparency center there, yeah. which shows every dollar uh, of where it goes. Um, but talk a little. Oh, what I wanted to ask you is, what goes into the decision making of where we should allot money? Well, we felt at the outset with this once-in-a-lifetime opportunity that we should have a mix of people making the decisions. So it's the executive branch, it's the legislative branch, and it also includes residents from our community. Mm. And so they come together on different topics and have made decisions that I believe have transformed our city forever in a positive way. I mean, we've been able to do things with these funds that we otherwise never would have in yeah. our lifetime. 
you know, from housing uh, to health to the opioid epidemic. Sure. Um, to public facilities. I mean, it just runs the gamut in terms of what we've been able to do across Malden. Well, some of those things that it just is recent, just a cup. I mean, Malden cares. Didn't that come out of a, just a, a an idea, a task, you know, a task force, task force, yep. right? Two, three yep. years ago. Paul Hammersley, as you know, is still sure fighting the battle. Yeah. Um, him and a few others thought, you know, we need to do more than what we were doing, as they always do, and thought the next step is to get out in the street. So not just reacting or responding, but being proactive. Right. You know, getting out there before something bad happens. Right. So what that has done is now people who might have been hesitant in seeking help now are. Yeah. Because they've met the organization, they've got to know the organization, they have the contact information of the coaches and... Um, We've had a number of cases where people have sought help and have recovered. So, you know, that to us, we would not have been able to do without these funds. So that's why every time we see our two United States senators and our congresswoman, we start off by saying thank you. Sure. Um, yeah, and you just see where it's going and then the way it's it's not just throwing money at something, it's the vision of, of what Malden Cares yeah, does. That, and that idea reaching was, out and yeah, Ron Hogan, as you've heard over yeah. the years, sits on our finance team. He does more than that. But he thought one of the things we should do right away is to have this center because it would be easy with these amount of funds to lose track or wait until it's over to determine where they were spent. So by establishing this site, this center, early on, it's sort of a running tally of what's been going on with all the opera funding. Right. It's, it's, it's fantastic for the yeah. citizens of Malden just to go in and I know. mean, you're seeing images and right. text and video. And, yeah. And it's summing, it's adding right up, right, to the what's been spent and what's remaining. That's right. Yeah. Right. Accountability, yep. always a good thing. Transparency, yep. Because uh, that's a lot of money, yep, coming into the city. That's why uh, you know we get together once a week year round to review where we are, where we're going, yep. and how to get there. Absolutely, um, and some of the other things. It's just it's things that you've always addressed, and now having a little oomph behind it, a little funding, um, such as. Uh, you know, allotting, addressing the food insecurity, which is still an issue, yep. uh, not only in the city, but uh, across the country. Um, I just thought it was, uh, I don't know, it just all seemed to complement each other, all the different programs uh, with the affordable housing. Yep. And um, now it escapes me. Infrastructure, uh, lead line oh, removal. Oh, yeah. Yeah. All of that. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. It's the areas that we have always wanted to do more in, but weren't able to, and now we can. That's how we approach this. You know, when we received the funds, we immediately, our first task was what to do next. Right. And so we picked those seven or eight areas you identified. And yeah, yeah. Bread of Life, which is near dear to my heart. Yep. And uh, that whole uh, Under One Roof campaign, which yep. is really coming to fruition now. Yep. Um, those are the days, huh, Mr. Mayor? For Remember sure. your old uh, Ward 1 yep. city council days? Never forget them. Uh, yeah. Yeah. That's um, why I am where I am. I'm certain of that. Well said. Um, 
And the parks. Another great thing about the city, the upgrade to the parks. Yep, Dever Park, yeah. Kirstead Park. Yeah. Yeah. All of them. Yeah. Um, what else we got? Summer and winter festivals. I mean, you guys just touched Yep, that was everything. another thing we knew coming out. We had to help the businesses rebound. Yeah. So that's where we did those festivals. And from what we understand from the businesses, it's really helped re-energize their base. Yeah. Which have been lost there for years. I mean, um, if you remember, Paul Hammersley had done a video, right? It might have been uh, Omicron. And it just showed an aerial view of the downtown, and there was no one there. Oh, yes. Yeah. I remember that. Yeah. Very, very dismal. Yeah. Sad. Yeah. So yeah. we thought coming out, let's... Yeah. Let's throw a party. Let's throw a couple parties and... Right. Well, the revitalization of downtown has been tremendous, Gary, you know, with Appreciate the restaurants that. and the festivals and the, uh, you know, it's just, just this past year. Again, go watch this video. I was like, wow, that all happened this year. It really was. It was... It's the same thing for us. You know, we're always going from this issue to that issue to this issue. When you do a State of the City presentation, it forces you to sit down and look look back. back. Right. And uh, we, too, were amazed with all the work that has taken place, thanks to what I always say is just having a great organization with you, working alongside you. Absolutely. Um, Other things that were going – there's so much – Please go go watch it. Um, some of the things that jumped out, uh, public safety, always crime, a big concern. Um, some nice numbers very, recently very there. Very nice numbers, yep, especially um, when it comes to violent crime. Yeah. Both former Chief Kevin Mollis and— Who retired this yep. past year. Past year. Yep. And uh, now Police Chief Glenn Cronin yes. continues to prioritize not having violent crime occurring in Malden we realize that there will be crime. And so we have made it a priority not to have the violent crime. The violent crime is really what can bring a city or a town down. Yeah. Yeah. When we came into office in 2012, I think we were averaging gunshots uh, once a month, if you remember. We had those series of incidents that people were debating, questioning, wondering. And so by Chief Mollis and now Chief Cronin making that a priority, if you looked at the most recent crime stats, that's not really what it once was. So they've made great progress along with the men and women of the department. And I think uh, also who should get credit is the people themselves, the community. Uh, They have been stepping up and letting us know when they see something. So important, isn't it? It's half the battle. You know, our department can't be everywhere. So it's it's critical that people, as much as they may want to say, it takes say, courage. Not my not my issue. Right, right. To to let people know about it. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, and you would think, with the numbers the way they are, that they could just take a step back and give themselves a pat in the back. But no, they're acting like it was in 2012. I mean, they just debuted body cameras. Yes, we're going to bring that They're up. They're working on yeah. becoming accredited, you know, for the first time, accredited. Right. Um, so they're still working on different things to make the department even better than it is today. Absolutely. And um, and that that uh, kind of uh, goes into 
school safety as well, correct? Yep. And yes. some of the things that have been updated there with the, the physical securities. You know, we, you just turn on the news and yep. hear what's happening across the country. But obviously, um, something at the top of your mind. Always. Uh, we had done a big upgrade back in 2015. Yeah. And so we felt, based on what has been happening across the nation, it was time to find out where we are and where we need to be. And uh, I was actually led by Chief Cronin. One of the first things he did when he became chief was to look at where are we with school security. As yeah. a matter of fact, under his leadership already, we have a liaison at the high school right. and two school resource officers at the K-8 level. So three in total, and he's hoping one day to have a fourth. And what they're doing is just trying to develop relationships, trust, um, letting students and families know that they are a resource to help in any way they can. So, And as you said, you ro rolled out the body cameras this year. Was that something that um, – uh, is it a funding issue? Is it something that um, – because certainly that is part of building trust and accountability. Um, it, how did that come about? Is it just something that – it was something we were determined to do after the murder of George Floyd. Okay. You know, we announced a series of initiatives, steps that we were going to take to ensure that that never happened here. And one of those steps was uh, going to a, implementing body cameras. So we're the second uh, municipality in Middlesex County to do that. Is that right? Yes. Oh, and that was because of Chief Mollis and Chief Cronin, who both embraced the idea. It just took, as you can imagine, a couple of years because you have to meet with companies, you have to develop policies, you have to uh, include it in negotiations with, you know, both of the uh, police unions. Sure, yeah. But we got there in the debut, and um, you know, I meet with Police Chief Cronin every Tuesday morning, and that's one of the questions I always ask: How are we doing with the body cameras? You know, do we have enough, um, uh, you know, the ability to store? And sure, we have one person dedicated to it. Is that right? So, yeah. Well, that's how big of a task it is. I mean, think about all the clips and, yeah, you know, footage that's being taken every day. Right. Um, you know, we ju I just kind of uh, glanced by that, that Chief Molas retired. How was he doing, by the way? Just saw him earlier before I came here tonight. He was um, at the uh, opening of the um, Bocce League at the okay. Italian-American so Citizens Club, so, and he so was he, there. <laughs> so he's enjoying his retirement. Oh, yeah. It's still uh, very, very strange every time I see him, yeah. not to see him in uniform. Yeah. yeah. How many years? Was 42. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Yeah. Speak a little to that, that history and what he, I know you have. And you yeah, guys people have think I embody Malden, but let me tell you, 42 years. Wow. Yeah. And he was a great partner. He still is today. Yeah, I'm sure. He just, his last words to me when I left him at um, tonight's event was, you know, don't hesitate. If I can help, call on me. Yeah. You know, so he hasn't changed in that aspect. Still very, you know, cares very deeply about our city, which is a testament to who he is because he could have just rode off into the sunset. Yeah. But here he is no, at the corner of, you know, Pearl and Charles. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Great, great career. Yeah. Um, congratulations to him and, and uh, enjoy your retirement, Chief. And it's, uh, it's, it's, you could see it in Chief Cronin as well. Yeah. Who worked alongside Chief Mullis for all those years. Great. Yeah. Perfect. Yes. Right? Succession. Yep. Yep. Yeah. Um, speaking of high school, I can't, because I don't want to forget, I was going to go towards the, a little bit of the end of this show, but I, I can't. It's in front of me. Uh, what a day 
this fall when Malden and Medford annual Thanksgiving game was played, the iconic Fenway Park. Never forget it. What was that? I, I attended, me and a buddy of mine. What a day. What an event. I can still see it right now. Yeah. Um, plays. See Kevin uh, Exa home running it back on the opening kickoff. Yes. Yes. Unbelievable. Yeah. Actually bobbled the ball. Do you remember the, the kickoff? Yeah. It started a little, and then he took it all the way. It was just, I was just sitting down in my seat, and yeah. we were we were up 7 nothing. Yeah. Um, uh, we had Witchy on, the head coach, um, a few months ago as well. Yeah. What a what an impressive young man he is. He sure is. Yeah. Very uh, optimistic about the future of the program. And he fulfilled my only expectation was to beat Medford. That's it. That's what you were there for. What a day, though. I, and for Medford, too. Yeah. What, a, what a, a wonderful way to celebrate the, one of the longest rivalries yeah. in the country. Yeah. I uh, almost screwed it up, though, because I think at halftime we were up double digits. So I went into the uh, Sox dugout, uh -oh. and May Patena was calling for help for Medford. Uh-oh. And then all of a sudden, you don't want to yeah, they made a little run. They made a little run. Medford, uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, showed a little, uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, they played hard, but it they was uh, great. And then we, I think another moment I'll remember from that evening was presenting Coach Witchy and the team with the key to the city. Fantastic. Yeah. And that's actually, that that's that's in the address, I believe. Yes. Yeah, that yeah. little uh, video there. Yeah. It was so, oh, so much excitement. Yeah. Where was that done? Uh, just outside. Oh, okay. Uh, lands down, I think it was. After the game, outside? Yeah. Yep. They were <laughs> yep. getting ready to get on the bus. Okay. I said, there's one more thing. Oh. Oh, they were and so I just took it up. out of the, yeah. So pumped up. Yeah. And um, the young man, that's uh, Witchy's younger brother, correct? Yes. That that took it Kevin. back. And, oh, what a player he yeah. is, too, yeah. out there. He yeah, was they're, all they're the saying field. he's got a shot. He's got potential. Oh, wow. Yeah, yeah. he was uh, playing both sides of the field. He was yeah, all I think over. what I like about him, uh, he's just a real nice kid, too. Very oh, humble. and Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's when, when, when we had Witchy on here. It just He just uh, exuded so much class and uh, well-spoken and someone who um, talked so much about the, the mentors that he had here yeah. and how he wants to come back and, and give back and, you know, shape and form yeah and i think what's great about coach witchy too he works with different partners to make the program what it is today so what i mean by that is there was always an issue of students uh, not making it when it came to grades yeah coach witchy partnered with kashana harling from our office who oversees uh, career services yeah to have a year-round uh, tutoring program for the players, and as a result, from what I'm told, uh, not a single player had to come off the team due to grades. So yeah, so academics is is the priority. Yes. Right. Yeah. And then that that's great. That's great to hear. Um, yeah, it was just such a great event. Um, any chance we go back, or are they kind of to Fenway? I don't know if Medford will want to, but <laughs> we're ready. Yeah, and and everybody you know whoever's involved, we're putting that together. Fenway Park does yeah. a wonderful but job. Charlie Connery, you know our athletic director, right? He had a big hand in it, as he does with a lot of things. That's why he was just as you saw in the presentation named athletic director of That's the year. That's right. Yeah, second year in a row. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, yep, and uh, looking forward to uh, got high hopes for next year, right? Yes. They think next year will be the year. That's what I like to hear. But I like to hear. Speaking, let's stay on the youth because another another part that um, uh, 
the Malden Teen Enrichment Center, a lot going on there, too. Um, speak to that a little bit. That's That's been... Ten years now. Ten years, yep. yeah. A lot of ten-year anniversaries going yes. on. Yes. And again, emanated from within the community. Yes, yes. It was uh, a thought that we needed to do more when it came to our teenagers. Yeah. And it was back during that time when we had a lot of the violence. So again, no issues in a silo. It, it takes, you know, all these different partnerships. Right, right. To make things better. And so... Um, we were convinced after the presentation, which was led by uh, Kathy McMullen, sure. Greg Lucy, uh, Dana Marie Brown, that we should establish a teen center. So we did, and 10 years later, here we are. And they're doing things that we never thought they would do back when we opened, which is beyond our expectations, doing trips and learning cooking. You know, I just went to one of their cooking classes. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. And uh, so they're doing all those things that um, we had always hoped they would, and now they are. So they could have been a, just a place for respite. You know, people go after school yeah, and hang yeah. out, and that's it. But, no, they, but they've gone beyond. That's why they insisted on calling it not just a teen center, but a teen enrichment center. Yeah, Got so, it. There's yeah. a vision there. Yes. Um, good stuff. I thought, you know, I, I went on the website today, preparation... Um, yep, that's happening this week. Yeah, that's happening this week. Yep. So actually, this year, that might already happen. I think that's tomorrow, It though, is right? Yes. Wednesday? Yep. Uh, over at uh, Cotamalee Park? Yep. yep, from 12 to 3. So they got a little event going on there with uh, playing basketball, badminton, going yep. back and cooking hot dogs. Yeah, a little hamburgers. BBQ. So again, they're not just doing things within the four walls. Yeah. You know, they're trying to get out and explore, and you know, they go to plays. Oh yeah, so yeah. Are you are you popping by for a hot dog? I don't are know. <laughs> maybe I don't know. I, I get. A, well, I don't know. You're sending Henry. Yeah, <laughs> maybe I'll send Henry. Yeah. Uh, Career Service Center. Yep. Speak to that. So that Is was Kashana Holling, who we just spoke about. Right, right. She is uh, overseeing the Summer Youth Employment Program. Yes. And is also helping adults who have had a difficult time getting back into the workforce after COVID. And so, um, you know, to give an example again of these partnerships that are happening across the city, Kashana took it upon herself to offer her services to people who had been staying at the warming center. And uh, one took her up on her offer and is now working full-time and is a volunteer at the warming center. Tremendous. So Tremendous. And that's place. one of the stories in, in yes. you'll see. Yeah. Fantastic. So that that's been great, but um, right now we're getting ready for the summer youth employment program, and that's right. upwards of three hundred kids will be working this summer. That's tremendous. Thanks to her and a whole bunch of donors, you know, the state, uh, the Adelaide Breed Baird Foundation, and and there was uh, assistance for for our seniors. Yeah, first right? time. Yeah, yeah, that was another great. So that was Mike Neil Paul from the Senior Center working yeah. with Kashana Harling to establish our first ever senior employment program. Right. So I we had about, uh, I think we yeah. had about a dozen seniors. Is We're going right? to look to expand it. We wanted to start small. Sure. But, you know, we had one in the mayor's office. Uh, we loved her so much that we ended up doing a, you know, going away party. Yeah. And so we think the future's bright there. We wanted to get away from what they had done in the past, which was the uh, work-off program. Okay. So the seniors would work for the city in return. Uh, they would have a certain percentage come off their tax bills, property taxes. 
we felt uh, this time around that not everyone owns. And so with this program, anybody can participate. Okay. Now they have to submit a resume and interview. Sure. And get hired. But it opened it opens up the pool more than what the program once did. And that's what we love about it. Yeah. That was that jumped out at me. Like, wow, that yeah. seems So we've moved off the whole tax part of it. Right. And just to say, hey, who's interested? Good stuff, Gary. Yeah. Uh, look, we're already halfway through the show, and um, believe me, we're, we're not even scratching the surface of, of uh, if you go and watch what the city address um, talks about and, and features uh, the city of Malden in the past year. It's really great and very entertaining. Again, um, congratulations with that whole collaboration with Uma, the talented folks down here at Urban Media Arts. Yep. Uh, I'll encourage you to get involved down here. Uh, just like I did. There's so many, so many opportunities down here, whether uh, you want to be in front of the camera, behind the camera, writing, uh, uh, journalism, it's, it's all down here. So um, it's exciting developments the last few years here, huh? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, why another reason why we wanted to do it was because of that. Yeah. Yeah. So now I know. And you, do you ever feel like you have to top yourself? Every year you've done something special. Not top yourself, but, you know, you've really put a lot of – there's so much creativity in those things. It's uh, Yeah, no, I just no think pressure. it's no, – No, no, I don't think so. No. No. Um, well, the one thing we probably would change next year is I won't predict that the winter's over in January. That was great. Oh, that was yeah, yeah. scary. Yeah. Did and that just pick up – they picked that up locally? Yep, yep. All we were doing was – Listen, we know we put those winter parking regulations on because we thought there was some storms coming. They didn't come, so we're going to take them off for the time being. Somehow or another, the newscasters thought I had declared winter to be over. Oh, it was wonderful. So once that story ran, I was in hiding for several days. (laughs) And especially when some storms were projected to come, Yeah, you know, I changed my name. During yeah. that time. Fortunately, they never did. And we actually ended up, I think, less than a foot combined. Well, I'll tell you, usually usually when I have you on, you know, we're, we're talking, we're a good portion is talking about the DPW and then snow removal. Right. I mean, I don't want to go back to 2015, but just even a, a normal winter. Right. Um, what goes on with that. But, boy, we, we uh, dodged a bullet. For sure. This year. Um, Especially that last storm, which was a nor'easter. Yeah. And it just didn't make it to the coast as it did inland. That's right. Inland got, I shouldn't, Yeah, they got got whacked pretty hard. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, And that was a late spring, that was a late winter storm. Yeah. Um, When you thought you were out of the woods. But yeah, a lot of the tracks this year was like, wow, we're getting rain again. And they're very tricky where it was going to be. And the Boston area was just, you'd wake up and like, what? Yeah, no. but they were calling me uh, Puxatawney Mayor. And people, uh, I think one, I was telling the staff, one newscaster was offended that I would have the audacity to declare when that, that's their job. So he sent me a song, Know Your Role. <laughs> really? Oh, yeah. yeah <laughs> An actual was, song? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Stay in your lane, yeah. Mayor? Yep. Yeah. Wow. But that we made it through and. Now we're doing sidewalk repairs and tree planting, so. Yeah. Uh, and Bobby, who rode around with Henry, yep. uh, talked a little bit about what he does in the event that they're not doing snow removal, right? Yeah. 
they have uh, other opportunities to, um, like you say. It's let them get ahead of the. Yeah. 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 Um, and the budget for snow removal, all that just kind of yeah, go I'm in with a forecast. Sorry to disappoint, but we budget the bare minimum. And then if it's a bad storm, we make it up the following year by pulling from reserves. So people always think, wow, you must have saved a ton of money, right? Yes. In actuality, we really didn't because we never budget what we probably should budget, which is 750000 to a million on an average year. Mm. The state only requires you to budget two fifty. I think. It's one of those leftover, should be updated, but it's one of those requirements from many, 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 many years ago. So we take advantage of that because if we budget what we should be budgeting, that would come from somewhere else. And so based on us never having enough to do all that we want to do, we always lowball that right. in the hopes of a year like this, right. which now doesn't require us to make that up the following year. Well, I had you on in 2015. Oh, yeah. And that uh, we had to make up. Oh, hey, my goodness. Not over one year. Over three years. That's right. I remember you. We had to spread the cost that? out. That was two and a half million, I believe. Wow. And we usually average seven fifty to a million, average. Yeah. So. So yeah. Well, that was that was hopefully once in a century kind of winter. That was crazy. Yeah. You know, storm after storm. Never uh, forget and that it. Three to sixes. They they were all fifteen plus. Never forget it. And yeah. no warm ups. You know that's what Bobby it, always looks for is typically after a major storm, there's a warm-up. Right. There was none of that in 2015. So it was frozen, it's and frozen. then the next one came frozen. Right. I remember seeing something, the last bit of snow piles in Boston, it was mid-July that was melting. Yeah. Our students story. were competing in spring sports in between snow piles, you know, at uh, McDonald Stadium. The snow was off to the side, and they were competing in the middle. It was crazy. Yeah, don't yeah. miss it. Yeah. That's why we're really just so happy with the way this year went. Yes. Yep. Thankful. Uh, and not even, the, not even the bitter cold. There was a couple, two, three-day stretches yep. where it was went below zero. Yeah. You know, people worried about their pipes freezing and whatnot. But it was, um, yeah, we were lucky. Thank yeah. God. And uh, we're moving on to uh, a beautiful spring and summer. I love this time of year yep. uh, where we all get out and start running. We'll talk about that at the end yep. of the show. Don't remind me. Yep. <laughs> well, there's another. Um, uh, again, please go to uh, citymalden.org, I think it is. The yeah, website. if you go to the YouTube channel. YouTube channel is right there. and um, 2023 State of the City address. That's it. And uh, it's about an hour, and um, it's very entertaining. You know, if you don't want to watch it all in one uh, one bite, maybe you watch 20 minutes here, 20 minutes there, but it's uh, it's. Yeah, and it's Very broken well down by topic. So if they were looking for, a, if they had an interest in a particular could, area, yeah. that's right. Yeah, and one of my interests, although I watched the whole thing, has always been uh, close to my heart because my dad is the veterans. Yes, and I've always said Gary and the prior mayors in this city have done a wonderful job honoring our veterans um, with the parades, which a lot of cities don't have, yep. and you continue to have. Um, and there's a nice little uh, section. Um, as well as what's going on down in the library. But we were talking a little before the show, if you could speak to a um, wonderful ceremony you had uh, regarding Malden's revolutionary soldiers. Yes. So Doris St. Martin, our head librarian, our yes. library director, yep. who 
really does a fantastic job of not only representing the library, but also reviewing Malden's history to make sure that we haven't missed anything. And lo and behold, she had done some research on the Revolutionary War heroes wow. I and love found story. that uh, the black soldiers, black heroes, were omitted. Wow. And when she met with me on it, we both said we have to, we have to fix this injustice. So ever since then, we have been working to create a plaque to commemorate their service to Malden and to our nation. So we unveiled a rendering of the memorial uh, last year during, um, I think it was the uh, Independence Day reenactment. And now we're going to put up the stone wow. in 2023. Yeah. So it's just about done. Where's that going up? Uh, Bell Rock Cemetery. Okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So yeah. it'll be at the uh, gate, you know, the stone uh, sure. entrance. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's beautifully done now. Yeah. The... But credit to Dora. That's one, you know, we could have said, well, you know, that was before me. Right. She didn't let that happen. And did you actually, was there any uh, family history? Were you able to contact no, anything like that? No, I don't think like so. Or? Uh, I don't think we were able to because okay. we would have had them at last year's unveiling right. of the plaque. But if I know Dora right, she'll keep looking. And Lieutenant Woodhouse? Yep. How does he fit into all that? We met him through uh, the annual Lunar Day Parade that goes through Malden. Oh. And he was the Grand Marshal. And we hit it off, and lo and behold, we were having lunch in Malden. Wow. So we uh, celebrated what he did for the Tuskegee Airmen. And so awesome. I've, been, I've seen right. him at different events now, and, yeah, we've become friends. Fantastic. Yeah. Um, and plans for the big parade again, Memorial Day, right around the We're still the working that out. Yeah. Uh, we are doing a milestone uh, dedication. Okay. <clears throat> this will be for Desert Storm, Iraqi Freedom, and Enduring Freedom. And we'll be erecting two six-foot bronze statues, one of, which will, one of which will be a female soldier. Fantastic. First one in Malden, obviously, and maybe Greater Boston. And uh, we plan to do this on Memorial Day. So we may go straight there Yeah. because of the ceremony is going to be rather lengthy, uh, but we haven't quite decided yet. Yeah, and recently you, you memorialized uh, the Vietnam and Korean over yep. at Forestdale uh, with the two soldiers as you come in the entrance. Just yep. beautiful. Yeah, this will be in the veterans section. Uh, yeah. And uh, we have a bunch, you know, the Malden High School Coral Arts Society will be participating, the Malden High School Band. Yeah. Uh, we have um, guest speakers. Emery Haskell, who is our fire commissioner, did I think almost six years over there. So he'll be saying a few words. and Of course, Kevin Jarvis still leading the way. Yes. Uh, uh. Yeah, we just met uh, 4 o'clock today. Right. Trying to prepare. Yeah. Wow. Good stuff. Yeah. Uh, again. Uh, Kathleen Manning Hall is working on the program, and Glenn Cronin will be involved. Uh, both departments will have the names of the officers read who served. Oh, yeah. During Very those moving. wars. Yes. Yeah. Because I'll tell you, there's several of them. Wow. Yeah. That's good stuff. Yeah. Um, so we just haven't figured out the time. You know, it could be 10, could be 9.30. Yeah. We're not sure. 
Always, always uh, appreciate uh, what you what you do for our vets in this city. And my dad, of course, just appreciated so much. Never and, forget and loved it. Um, good stuff, man. Uh, let's see. Here we go. What else? You got anything you wanted to bring up? Your your you got your list there. Yeah, I got it going. <laughs> Uh, anybody stop you on the way over? Nope, no? not too bad. Yeah, like yeah. the bocce event. Yes. Yeah. Yep. They start. They started yesterday. Oh, really? Yeah. That kicks off the summer for them. Even yep. Though, wow. Twenty-five stuff. teams in the league. Uh, really? Yeah. Yeah. You don't participate on a team, do you? Uh, actually, they asked me tonight based on my throws. Really? Yeah. So, okay. Yeah. See if I can fit that in. <laughs> Why not? Um, Another thing that jumped out, and not to, not to take a quick turn, but uh, it, it's been a huge issue here in Malden for the longest time, which was not too far from where I live, the vacant Malden hospital site. Maybe you can update us on all that's happened there in the past year. Working with City Council Amanda Linehan yeah. and our team. Uh, we've Ward been, 3. Yes, yeah. Ward 3. We've been able to uh, come up with a plan that meets, we think, everyone's expectations. Uh, the hospital as it sits now would be demolished, and in its place would be a 140-some-odd-bed uh, facility, behavioral health facility, yeah. for all ages. And I think what has made that appealing is the times we live in. Because when we had multiple public hearings on it, I think everybody got the need you know, that we right, need to be right. doing more around behavioral health, mental health. So uh, we're now working with the Historical Commission to determine, you know, when the building can be demolished because it needs to be demolished in order to move forward. Wow. So it'll still be owned by Tufts. It'll be run by Acadia Healthcare, which is a, a South Shore enterprise who runs behavioral health facilities all over. And uh, if everything goes well, a couple of years from now, we'll be cutting a ribbon. Wow. And I think That's the thing that um, made it really appealing for the friends of Felsmere Heights and others who were concerned about what ultimately could happen there is that Tufts Medicine has agreed to uh, give back roughly, uh, I think it's six acres of open space to Malden and Medford. One of your bigger challenges, Gary, that, that whole for sure. Issue. Yeah. Throughout your tenure. Yep. Yeah. Because there's been different iterations, yes. and we yeah. just couldn't. You know, one side would like it, and the other side wouldn't. Two sides would like it, three sides wouldn't. But yeah. this is one that seems to have support all around. You know, from the legislative delegation to the executive branch at the state house. Good. You know, to the city council led by Amanda Linehan. Sure. So. Good. Know, yeah. Good to hear. Yeah. So. Stay tuned. Yep. Yeah, well, we'll have you back on. We'll update all that situation. So uh, so I guess we got about 15 minutes left, Gary. It's been great having you on. Thanks Thank you. Thanks for taking the time. You always uh, answer the call. Appreciate. Of course. Um, we were talking some of the – we talked about the uh, summer festivals and, and some of the funding going towards that and the winter festivals. And one of the things last year, which I think was a first for this city and was just – hit out of the ballpark, tremendous success, was the Porch Fest. Yes. Which just, were you surprised at how that just took off? And talk about that. And I know, I think we have a date this year. Yes. In June. Yep. Um, 
for a second annual Porch Fest. Well, what a day. Blown away by it all. Yeah. Talk about that. You know, I had heard about it, but then to actually see it happen in your hometown was a day that, uh, another day I'll never forget. And I can still remember um, just going up these streets and <laughs> seeing live on concerts. Right. And uh, I loved the different music. They had rock. They had... Um, oh, there was all... Everything. Genres. Of, yeah. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. Um, yeah, and it was just, you know, I don't, I don't know if it added to it a part of it. It was just the fact that what we had been going through for two years. Yep. And, and, and just having that outlet and just, wow, live music community. Everybody's together. Everybody's... It just seemed to add to the... Uh, Success, the, the excitement of the whole event. Yeah. A um, lot of planning. <laughs> yeah, Yin Kiefer is, I think she met with me in the fall for this year's coming up. Okay. So this isn't one you just, yeah. you know. Who's a, a, Yin's a local artist in her own right. For and, sure. Yeah. And is the, uh, she has plenty of support, but yeah. is the heart and soul behind it all. And uh, I'm just impressed with her commitment because, again, wow. she's, communicating with us pretty much year-round on a one-day event. I know. So Yeah, I yeah. can only imagine it's, it's going to be a little bigger and better this year. I think the ultimate compliment, the, the, the words I'll remember from that day was former Somerville Mayor Joe Curtitone, sure. who is in a band himself, performing up on, uh, I think it was Lanark Road, pulled me aside and said, you have been able, meaning Malden, has been able to accomplish in one year what it takes cities and towns 10 years to do. Wow. And he's been doing it forever in Somerville. You know, they've had the Porch Fest for a long time. Yeah. But he just thought ours was so well put together, and the number of performers was amazing. Incredible. Yeah. Incredible. So looking forward to that, uh, which is June 10th, I believe. Yes. Right? Yep. June 10th. On a Saturday. Looking good. Yeah. Um, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention the Phantom Gourmet Food Festival, which is another smashing success yeah. uh, over the summer. Right? Oh, yeah. Um, was that, uh, is that something that, uh, who put that one together? That was Ron Cochran. Oh. Kevin Duffy. And uh, 110 Grill, who the owner knows the staff of the Phantom Gourmet pretty well. Yeah. And it's they perfect uh, timing for what's going on in Malden. It was yeah. great. Whenever yeah. you turned down Exchange Street and saw the sea of people, you know you had hit it. Yeah. And it was just perfect venue for it. Now they have since gone in a different direction. I don't know if they'll be doing it quite as much as they did. Oh, okay. But um, after what we went through, we probably—I don't want to say this, but. I hope Kevin and Ron aren't watching, but I think we're doing our own at some point. Really? Yeah. We have enough restaurants here. I just heard a, a, a big sigh from Ron Cochran <laughs> all the way across town. Yeah. <laughs> I think we're ready. Sure. Why not? I like that. Sounds good. Um, what else? we got a few minutes left. Uh, oh, you had a big event just, just over the weekend at Pine Banks, the, the, the Green Malden Fair yeah. held Saturday. Yep. How'd that go? You're going to ask who did it? Yeah. Ron Cochran. Ron Cochran. Yeah. Just maybe a vacation may be in order for that guy. What do you think? Today. 
Yeah. Uh, success over the weekend? Yeah. Yeah. Organizations all coming together. Yeah. For a great cause. Good stuff. Um, okay. You've announced this already, but you, you are running again, correct? Yes. Um, this is your third term, fourth term? Who we're losing count? Yeah. I'll never forget. I'll never forget um, uh, 2012 because we, we had the old show, Giving Back, and you used to come on as, as a, a Ward 1 counselor. Yep. And, uh, of course, we, we both served on the Bread of Life, the board, and you were president there for a while. Um, but your f uh, the first commitment you made as far as press, as far as I could tell, was to come on our show right after – uh, you were elected on that Tuesday. I think it was less than 48 hours. You were still in a whirlwind and came on. And uh, it was just so much excitement and hope. And, um, and, and look at us now. Right? <laughs> How, do you remember that? I do. Yeah. Um, is anyone running against you? Yes. Okay. When, I, I'm losing track of the year. Is it, is it 23? So is it this fall? Has uh, you out there campaigning? Or you're just doing your thing. Always, <laughs> for for eleven years, right? Never stop. Really? Uh, how are things going on the campaign trail? Good. Yeah. Everything good. If it's based on hard work and dedication, we'll be reelected. But if there's like something that. else, then there's something else. Yeah. But I feel like we leave it out on the table every day, no matter what year time frame right that never changes never right yeah never rest do you rest really even when i do i don't it's just the way you're wired Gary. well huh? i think it's what it takes to do what you can to help you know i could do this here then not do it here but I've always felt you have to be ready and able if you want to do it right. Well, uh, I'm behind you. We, we wish you the best. You've uh, Write that down. You and my mother. <laughs> we'll do a commercial right here and now. Um, Gary, as always, it's been great having you on. You always answer the call. Um, and uh, your, your energy, your commitment to the city is very inspiring. Uh, speaking of races, though, uh, we got one on May 7th, Malden Rotary Race. I want to see you out there, you and I, the one can, chance can I have Can they end the show you. now? Uh, and I am running. May I 7th. I am running. May 7th, Malden Rotary Race. Uh, I'll let you know the night before. Or, or not. <laughs> okay. Uh, Mr. Mayor, always a pleasure. Thank, Thank you, you so much. Thank God you for everything. You for, for all you do for this It means city. a lot. Um, okay, Malden, that's our show. You know, I always like to leave with a quote, and I have it here somewhere, um, or maybe I don't. Um, but it was a good one. Uh, listen, take care of each other, look after each other, and um, just always appreciate what you have, okay? And, and the most important thing you can do is have gratitude. I think gratitude is the attitude. God bless you, Malden. Can't wait to see you next month. And um, go Bruins. Celtics tonight. Go Celtics.